BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. All right. So listen to this, guys. There is so much going on in the world of cannabis, and we have all the answers for you. Right now, I'm sitting next to the world-famous Pot Brothers at Law and yes. Mr. Big Joe Grande. Yellow. And my name is Blue. Yeah, I'm feeling good today, man. We're having an amazing time. Joe, let us know what's in store. Well, thank you guys for listening to our podcast, Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, learn the slam poem, and so much more to learn about our personal lives at Cannabis Talk 101. And Mark and Craig Wasserman are at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw. That's the little brother. Big brother Craig is at Waslaw Dog. My main man Blue is at one Christopher Wright. And I am Joe Grande 52. I first want to start off by saying happy Pride Month to everybody out there that is celebrating Pride Month. We are all celebrating Pride Month. My daughter and her girlfriend are celebrating Pride Month. So shouts out to everybody out there celebrating Pride Month. We love you. Uh, Before I get into a bunch of Go Green stories, Craig, I want to ask you, what's the latest on a politician that's going for the green stuff. Well, again, I was able to find another politician, actually a Democrat out of Kentucky. And it doesn't, it usually didn't matter whether you were Democrat or Republican. If you were from Kentucky, you were on the conservative side. So this Kentucky Democratic Senate candidate, Charles Booker, said he supports legalizing marijuana, legalization of cannabis. Too many folks are filling up our jails and prisons for possession, sale, or use of a substance that's less harmful than alcohol. The war on drugs has been more of a war on poor families and communities of color. Addressing this is critical. So we have another person in their campaign who is pushing the cannabis issue, not just saying it, uh, talking about it, but actually in their campaign and they're campaigning on that, on those grounds. And I think in light of what we have going on in our society today, there haven't, there's been a couple leaders that are telling people, you put this much work into protesting, 
Get your ass out there. Register and vote. Vote people out. Vote the people in who share your ideals, just like this candidate here, the candidates that we've already had on the show. Get out and goddamn vote. Yeah. yeah it, it is. Uh, Get out to vote. There's, there's so much crazy there. things. There's people out there to vote for, though. No, that, but you know what? The there's, there is too many. Part. Listen, for, to arrest people across the country in all these states for cannabis okay and I, I mean don't get me wrong if you're pushing a truckload down the down the highway and you're crossing state lines i i get it right because they're trying to keep it legal they're trying to do it the right way but you're talking about like you know a minority that's sitting in his car that has an ounce of cannabis on him and it's like yo dude i'm not harming nobody or better yet these ones that are crossing state lines that are well, using hemp and they're getting and serving eight days ten days that was oh, sorry we didn't know it was another one well, come that's on still happening all over the country it's with ridiculous the hemp. It's, like, it's they don't silly, even know what, what is what they're looking at it they can't even test it ever like they don't what are they doing uh, to figure wait, that wait, out I, I, we got a call today uh from somebody I, I forget what state it was it wasn't here it was in another state and him and his buddies were in his their car they were smoking they were parked somewhere and they smoked it all cops came up and then oh it was in texas it was in texas new boston texas and cops came up and hassled them they stuck to the script and the guy gave him a ticket for possession but there was none and he's going how can he was asking how can they give me a ticket for possession? What's the amount that oh, I have? all there was was smoke you know we smoked it all there was nothing left there wasn't even smoke it just smelled was the smoke the possession so, i don't know <laughs> so we referred it out to an attorney oh he in, pulled a he Texas. pulled a nug out of his personal stash <laughs> and put it t took it down to the precinct and gave him a nice little beep oh, right we'll see right the cop, a little whoopsie. Old, uh, this is what he had on him uh, <laughs> pulled it out of his backpack that's just crazy no, that, uh, that, that happened to me when i was 17 years old 18 years old Planted some weed on you? Planted no, no, weed? they took it from us because we were we were in a in a temple parking lot getting ready to go into a how dare a, you getting ready to go into a At function the church a function in this group we were temple. in there was the guy side and the Same girl thing. side and we were ready to go into the into this dance whatever it was and we figured we'd get high before we went inside and, and with the high holiness you know the temple and we're sitting there and my friend's Camaro and a cop car pulls and we're just sparking it up pulls right behind us. And I think I freaked out, and I threw it out the window. <laughs> so they, they, they backed up. They got us out of the car. Everybody from the whole event and the leaders, the, the parents or the older people who were in charge, <laughs> they all came out, and we're sitting there, and they, they went through my – we, we took it all out. They, they made us open up the little uh, camera container, the little plastic oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are the best ones. And he made us throw it in, take it, dump it into the ground, and, and rub it in with our feet. Our <laughs> shoes. He just took me back <laughs> in front of the whole church. In front of the whole temple. And then he, then he said he gave us a warning. And I'm like, warning? Because there was one canister that they took, which was full of bud. They thought. So they took that canister, made me empty out the other one. We're sitting later tripping out at, I don't know, Bob's Big Boy. We're just tripping. And I was wearing this shirt that had two pockets in the, like, a, like a hoodie, right. like a sweatshirt. And I'm sitting there at dinner just tripping, man. And all of a sudden, I put my hand in there. And there was another and one. And there was another one. Yeah! Full, full. So the one they got only had some seeds in it. Yeah. Well, that's got always a good them story. Right. Sorry. stems in the seeds. Well, you guys, so much looting going on out there on the uh. streets and everything else. Of course, our hearts go out to George Floyd and all the families and everybody out there. And, you know, Cannabis Talk 101 and Pop Brothers at Law, we've been posting a lot of things that support this movement. Uh, we definitely don't support the whole looting and, and breaking into all these places. It's not something that we support support but for me as we had the discussion last podcast uh you know i i see it well but i'm no, not for no, it but, but no but, but, but no burn the no, bitch down no 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 no, <laughs> no, no. The, the problem is this this it's, is the problem it's opportunistic criminals 
taking following the protesters. Now, yeah, there might be some I, protesters I when these guys are opportunistic and they break in, they break into the store and things are really bad, time, money, maybe they're going and in. And then some might be influenced to join them that were out there. Right. But for the, but going, for the well, most I'm part, get some too, well, it's, well, it's, it's people could. being, and, and there's theories out there that people are being paid there to are. stir the unrest. Oh, well, you see videos of it. I mean, they're not, paying not them. Not only that, right? What about right. the bricks? The, yeah. How come? Oh, exactly. the I saw that. How are there bricks in in inside of these neighborhoods in Beverly Hills on the in on Santa the sidewalk, Monica, just piled up? All, Who's Chicago, dropping those off? In, in all these, <laughs> well, states. they're doing some like road work and whatnot, but it's just weird. That, states, no, there's no bricks. All they're, the they're, states, they're, it's all asphalt. They're leaving the, the bricks same right time at all the to states to entice people this to is, take them and throw them. Financial. Right. This is a financially uh, uh, well established group of individuals put together by some intelligent people that are trying to make this not peaceful protest. These, pe- well, they're uh, trying these to peaceful change the protests subject. is turning them into a non-peaceful protest. Right. So you know what? So what? They're, they're, hands down, if you listen to what I said to do, none of this would happen. Because in the states and Craig the cities... Craig Washerman has the answer the, to all this. And oh, the, to, no, to everything. It, no, this is. This is the answer. Here we go. I want to hear would, this. There would have never been one bit <laughs> of rioting I know or looting if they took all the National Guard every single fucking policeman out there and you line the streets as far as you could see protesters walk right down the middle of the street go do what you're going to protest go protest no one was going to go in and kill the governor but no you one can't was go understand where over. they're going to go and worry you don't know no, where do the looters now. are going to go no, before face to face you got people then, face then, to then face with now the, marines no, and no, everybody then it, but it wouldn't be the protesters it would be clear. Plus, if they're following the protesters, it's not going to happen there. It'll be like normal crime. So not- you want to tell the protesters where to protest and how to protest? No. That's what you're saying? No, they're gonna, most protesters no. do. They tell or, you where they're going to be. They tell the cops where but you're going to no, be. No, you're saying if you were the government, what the government, what needs to be done, you're saying the cops and the uh, and the military need to be in a certain place to let the protesters know where it's okay to go no, so we can keep... That's, that's not what, what it sounds like. I love how you twist that's words, That's not what Joe. he said. That's why I don't oh, understand. That's not what he said. That's my fault that you twist Trump. shit in your head. I, I, it doesn't make sense. I can't. understood it? Because you're stupid. Here, I can. I can fix stupid here. So what he's saying is... Basically, have all the cops and the armed March forces with them. line up and block all the fucking stores and everything on the side. How do you know else? where they're going to go? Because what if they, they go tell to a different... you. The protesters no, they say, don't. we're going to be, this is where we're protesting Oh, they today. said it's we're going to go to this CVS and we're going to go. Pro- go you're not listening. It's a peaceful protest. You're not listening. See, they're not you, going you to the, the CVS. You have the mindset of a looter. Ooh, you're we're not because talking you're about Mexican. I have the mindset of a minority. Because he's no, Mexican? don't understand. Is that because he's Mexican, Mark? No, no, What's no, a looter? no. What is a looter? What are you yeah, saying yeah. about? No, no, no. no. Well, you're, you're not. Just, no, you're Mark, not Mark. understanding. Wait, let me. No, let wait, me. No, let me no, clear no, this no, up. Wait, wait, wait. No, what Joe just said is what Mark is trying to point out. The protesters tell you we're going to go down Main Street. We're going to end up in front of the Capitol. Okay, that's what they tell. That's what they tell you. And that's they where the cops say. were. No, but your point was, but, why? What are they going to tell you? What CVS they're going to? Oh, those are the criminals doing that shit, not the protesters. And that's what you're saying. How to? That's what protect we're saying. How to stop the protesters? Them. Protect the protesters, and the looters will they have to go. They are protecting the protesters. No, the cops are no, no, no they're, they're engaging. They're, they're, they're engaging them. Gas at them. They So what's what's really happening is the police officer they came up and walked straight up to the to protesting group, took off his helmet, put down his batons, and walked with them. They need that to plaster was, that. That was that, that was, was a good one. That was I'm how pissed. it should have been handled from off. day one. And if everybody yeah. was doing that, then other people you protesting, no one could contest the fact that it's just all shim sham. But you do have 
assholes out there pushing people for no reason. Mm-hmm. Again, utilizing the force in their training because they need to be trained better. The officers that we have in play do not have proper training. It's old school training. It's not working anymore because we're not going to allow people to push us around and civilly destroy our rights. And one dispensary owner from Cookies, you guys, in Los Angeles is a rapper named Burner. We all know who Burner is. Ugh, His real name yes. Gilbert Anthony Malam Jr. Well, the rapper doesn't condemn the people who broke into the store. His store, that is. Instead, he urges that human life is more valuable than any building. He actually released a statement after the dispensary was looted and said it's extremely unfortunate what happened to our store tonight on Melrose. But as a human living in the world we're living in today, I cannot expect anything less until justice is served. Burner said in the video posted to his 1.3 million Instagram followers, we can rebuild our store, but you cannot bring someone back to life. With that being said, we stand with what is going on right now in the world. A statement needed to be made. All I say is I pray for everyone stays safe and protects their families in a time like this. Burner also said, how could I worry about a store when there is so much more going on in the world right now? So much hate, so much anger, so much pain and a lack of justice. Please take care of your families and stay safe. This is a guy who owns a dispensary, owns a building Mm. that was broken windows, products stolen, and everything else. And it reminded me, Craig, when you said, what would you do, Joe, on a podcast that when we were talking about this, I said, I would throw something with them and say, you know, let it go or let it happen. And it's exactly what Berner kind of said in that But you know what I think, unfortunately, is he he probably maybe didn't get the memo yet that I, you know, if it was just the middle of the night, no looters were in normal times, he's not going to let these people go, and no one should. And maybe he didn't realize. Now, if it was actual protesters blowing off steam, that's one thing. But I keep coming back to it's not the protesters that are doing the breaking and looting. It's 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 not. I think that's almost. I, a, I don't think it's all of them, but I mean, maybe some may some join. Of them. I hope it's not all in, of them. In the melee, but it's just crazy. Very to think few. I how think. many? And you know, some people are saying, you know, he's are going to get insurance money if he has insurance. If he does, that's every company. It's has not insurance. even. It's listen. It doesn't matter. It's not even about the insurance at this point. I mean, when when you get your stuff broken into, it's it's a it's a personal shot, right? So it hurts personally. So now he's personally attached to this, and I think he made the perfect announcement because well, he had his guard stand down. He's coming from. Dope. He's he's an underground dude. He's a street cat. The guy the guy understands what the hell's going on right now. And you know what? If you're in Melrose and you you have the ability to be in Melrose, you will be able to build that store back. And the reality is, dude, is it doesn't matter. It's yeah, worthless. It's Let a building. Burn that like shit said, down. Smoke all bu- the weed in there. And not all the f- family businesses are, can feel the same way because they're not all on Melrose. And even some are that can't. And it hurts them bad. Well, and, and they're, they're not millionaires either. And they're going, a lot of those, and, lot of those people. And they're it's, going, yeah, a lot of them are life they, savings. They're, they're, gonna, they're done. And a lot of crazy. people are done. But Mark see, pointed well, out but that there's But we should We should name the narrative. We should We should. Change the narrative, though, and quit talking about this and talk about how the protesters, for the most part, are doing the right thing. They have their right to protest. They have their right to protest against the inequality and the injustice. And and that's what it's about. All this other bullshit we actually are talking about, we shouldn't be. We should say it's the opportunists that are doing this. Let's move on because that's what everybody wants the conversation to be who doesn't want the change. So we shouldn't talk about talk about the actual message, which is every cop, if they got on a knee, last night there was in Anaheim, and all they wanted, they were chanting, 
take a knee, take a knee. And they, all they had to do was take a, a motherfucking knee. And it got a little testy. I, I didn't finish watching it, but... You know, in those other they places, Joe They should have done that. I yeah, mean, as a sergeant in, in my town, if I was a police officer, thank well, God I'm not, I would damn, I would have had my whole staff took a knee for that man and, mm -hmm. and, and, and in a heartbeat. Well, they did Riverside. And that town. Uh, New York. And, uh, and another place there. Oh, but I was saying, that's what pisses me off. Instead of CNN having 24-7 riot and people talking to idiots talking about the riots, they should have the right on the left. And on the right, show all the cops good stuff, and, and the sergeants. Good are, there's a lot and, of good things the, that are going and down. And departments that are going, this was wrong. We're going to stand with you. This was 100% wrong. We're taking off our riot gear. We're going to walk with you to wherever you want to walk and, and show your protest. And then if you have people looting and doing you know, ignorant things, so I hear you, but I'm trying to show the Medmen was looted too. Oh, yeah. Medmen was looted. And now Mark was saying... They're going to the BCC website and figuring out where, you know, dispensaries are and try or not dispensaries, but grows are and trying to find these and attack these and loot these spots. Well, that's good. got nothing to do with looters. That That's again, that's criminals. That's, that's got criminals. nothing to do with looters. Criminals. It's criminals taking advantage of this opportunity. Well, because the police it's are like tied up. The police are, are tied up over things. here. Yeah. So let's and, go over here. So let's and go over stuff. here and hit this place and let's hit four or five alarms off and then go hit. The, the cops don't need to police the peaceful protesters. Yeah, they just, need to be at the other places where the fucking criminals are going because the cops crazy. aren't there. It's just crazy to think how it's affecting Broad so many daylight. Yeah. Well, it's Cannabis You're Talk free? 101. We'll be right back after this. Bing! BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, 
And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, and here is your host, Mr. Christopher Wright, also known as Blue, holding it down with Mr. Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law, and the world-famous Joe, Big Joe Grande. I got some some more stories for you guys that I, I can't wait to get your input on. Now, the coronavirus outbreak also has led to some very interesting stories involving cannabis, you know. And this one's a great money-making story as this Michigan mom who went from a marijuana hater to a marijuana delivery driver. Now, the Michigan mom, Patty, who uh, lives in Grand Rapids, Patty, once called the police on her son, Casey, for growing cannabis in his bedroom and is now working for him as he just opened his dispensary, Prophecy Casey. Farm health wellness out there, and then years later, she changed her mind on marijuana after seeing the benefits of medical marijuana patients. Now, in case he was asked, "Why hire your mom?" I mean, you know, what's going on with that? Well, he said he was looking for the best driver he could find and trust, and there's no better driver than his mama. <laughs> mama you know what I mean? And check this out: in April, Illinois sales made thirty-seven point three million dollars. You hear that? Thirty-seven point three million in April. This after you know the state's first month of full lockdown. The state has allowed dispensaries, of course, to stay open because it's an essential business, but. You guys all up here, and I'll start with you, Blue, because, Craig, I want to get your take on this, too. As I read this story, I'm like, how dope is this to have the family involved in a company like that? You know, first off, the mom hated cannabis. The son's trying to grow it. And, and, and I, I want to go with Blue with his mom, and then I want to go with you and Mark, Mark and Craig, even starting with your parents, how they felt about it, to the generation of you guys becoming cannabis attorneys to then Craig, your son, opening up his own very successful business, West Coast Cure. So there's had to be some dynamic of maybe hatred there. But we'll start with you, Blue, as your mother owns a company and she's in the cannabis game, CB4. How did she get involved? Did she always agree with you doing cannabis? Because a lot of people out there that are listening may not know you're a second generation cannabis he family member. Your, your dad <laughs> Grew it. I definitely was so, smoking in the womb. <laughs> so, I mean, your, your pops had it all around the house. How did it get handed to you to get in the industry and open up all these dirty shops and <laughs> you know, getting your mom involved? You know, it's crazy because, um, you know, we're just a big, you know, drug dealing family since <laughs> day one. <laughs> we started off with, you know, Colombians. Oh, man. <laughs> we, you think cannabis is the problem, boy. Let me tell you, we got boats Could and you imagine? And, That'd be- and it just don't stop. I mean, we're still working and twerking. No, um, you know, it's funny because... Uh, you know, you what you got to do is you got to set up like you know drop spots, houses all throughout the states where you can actually stop. Are you going to be serious? Because <laughs> you probably like, partially do that, but right there, in needles is right know. there by Arizona, which is right there by Mexico, which you is right do there. You have by, a needles house you know, now too. <laughs> no, so listen, um, you know, real, realistically, when I when I was growing up, man, uh, moms didn't even uh, uh, like my pop smoking weed, didn't in, uh, enjoy anything about it. Uh, definitely didn't know that you know I was even involved in. It 
for years. Um, I mean, it was a, a, a family secret. My whole family just thought I was rapping. And they had that no. Was money. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was weird because I had a I had a house in Huntington Harbor, uh, boat behind my house, having Christmas and Thanksgiving at my house, and you know I'm I'm in my twenties and you adopt me, and uh, I had a big recording <laughs> studio, and everybody's like, yo, you know what what's you know like, you're, and your mom didn't know your was your pops already passed away at this no, time? No, pops was fully involved at that time. Okay, yeah, yeah, pops, pops is fully yeah, involved. Pops has got my back all the way. So they were divorced at that yeah, time. They were divorced okay. at that time, and and you know, and so and you know going. Going into it though, you know, my mom never really was was interested in anything into it. Uh, as I started doing, you know, uh, seminars and I started educating, and, and she started getting more interesting and started realizing that wait, you know, you're actually, uh, you know, hearing you on radio and, and and nationally, and I think they were out in um, New Mexico or something, and, and they were driving and they're like, they heard oh my your God, commercial. I just heard That's you on the radio, son. baby, you know, and and then you know people from you know New York are calling us from family, so it starts to resonate and say, oh my God, this is like national and this is really happening. So when, when people start to realize that, they start to get more involved and they start to look into it, right? Similar probably to what this kid went through. And and so as she started to understand that like, hey, like there's not, there's, there's not, it's not so bad, you know, um, she started, you know, learning about the CBD and started figuring out, hey, what's going on with CBD? And that's kind of how CB4 was built because we needed a fulfillment center of, you know, for our students to get to... Uh, actually have CBD. It's a white label product. So I started to introduce them to her business. And then I hooked her up with some uh, wholesalers in the CBD industry. And now she white labels for, you know. And then her husband, Bob, of- started taking the product too. Was he for it at the yeah, time? Yeah, so, so they got testimonials. So mm. it really hit when my my my, uh, my nephew, uh, Raymond, little Raymond, my brother's son, he uh, he had uh, some issues in his life. In you know, I'm going to put him out there. But he had some issues in his life. And uh, the CBD really started working well for him, and he would do combinations of CBD and THC and CBD and THC, and 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 it really leveled him out, right? Kind of like the um, the vibrator in your shorts right now. Right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, what happens is is it le- it leveled him out, and um, they swore by it because he was on all kinds of medicines, and he started getting off those medicines, and now he's just basically um, you know using CBD and THC. So they started becoming believers. They started using it on uh, my stepfather's uh, yeah, eczema. Right. Yeah, and yes, start yeah. working on his eczema. And then the, like all of a sudden, they're like, oh, gosh. And the next thing you know, my mom's like, well, let me try that brownie. You know? <laughs> no way. Your mom does THC brownies. She's yeah, all- well, she, she doesn't, she doesn't medicate in. very much. She doesn't smoke at all, really. But, you know, I've never really had a, uh, my mom say, you know, well, I've walked to my... My mom, I'm barbecuing at my mom's house and we can all fire a joint in her backyard, no problem. Whereas growing up, you know, my dad would smoke in the house. This is just what it is. Even when they were together, you know, it was just, but that was back when smoking cigarettes in the car and the house right. was just normal. Yeah, you know what I mean? No seatbelts. Yeah, on the airplanes. I mean, so. We lived. We yeah, survived. It was we like survived. My dad I mean, Craig still does it. My dad would sit there on, in the airplane and I'd see him doing this on the airplane <laughs> and stuffing his his joint he'd, he'd be you know taking the tobacco out to just stuff some OG, cannabis right? in there and just smoke s- it on the plane and i'm going <laughs> and didn't really realize what he was doing he was smoking weed on the plane too you know that's and when you could smoke, smoke on, on planes you could smoke <laughs> on planes yeah he just added a little weed a to the front like, of it put you in the back oof. in the smoking area like really that helped yeah no yeah in, in a plane though you know <laughs> But, you know, God rest his soul. And, and, you know, I'm actually proud to have introduced my mom to the cannabis industry. She's a full believer now. She, she you know, she doesn't really smoke. Like I said, she'll take some CBD here and there. Uh, she does believe in the products, though. And it also has helped my, my pets. Uh, I'm a f- fan of the Do you have special pet stuff? Yeah, I, I do. I need some for oh. my new dog, from Ozzy. It's amazing. 
They love it. For yeah. Mozzie. They'll blow Mozzie, smoke in his face. Trying to go to bed. Mozzie underscored the green. Do you have, a, what, you have an IG for him Tom. already? Uh-huh. What is it again? He's got almost 50 followers already. Oh, okay. Let's give out the dog's Mo- IG again. Mozzie, Mozzie underscore... The green-eyed underscore palm. If you want to follow a why little, why did you do all the underscores? Rat. You know, <laughs> no, because there it was. It was very. There's a lot of Pomeranian oh. IG names. <laughs> oh, it's a Pomeranian rat. Oh, it's a miniature one. Oh. He's gonna stay. You know gonna what? You know what? Don't it, call it a rat, bro. You will get. Did you in get trouble. the bell for the neck? Amanda's gonna, go. gonna come oh, smack no. Peter. Oh Peter, bro. God. Somebody. Oh, Peter. <laughs> Peter's gonna be here. Bigger than them. The animal community is gonna come after me. I think he called him a rat. We've had him for a week. He's like eight weeks old, and I think he just now weighs over a pound. Well, that's a good story about your no, dog, but, I but more interesting. No, in, no, in, but I, no, but the segue was, Blue, I need to get some of that for him. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, done yeah. deal. Uh, but the funny thing is, it just drew my attention to your family, Blue, with that knowing that you got your mom involved, just like this cat in Michigan, and how his mom, I don't know if your mom ever called the cops on you. I don't think she did. but She definitely how, called the cops on my brother. Uh, oh, really? Oh, for, for, sure. for weed? Uh, you know, I think he was dabbling in all kinds of different drugs. Just doing so, too you know, much? Yeah, yeah, he was just doing the yeah. most. Um, Check yourself. But, you know, I, I've probably been threatened that I'm going to call the cops on you. Uh, but that was not for... So I never kept anything at the house. I never... Uh, you know, I kept She never knew. She was just I like kept the- everything away from my home, dude. I, I you know, never sell where you rest at. Right, I don't right? care if yeah. it's a... You know what I mean? It's one of those things that I, I just never did. Well, now she likes it. She loves it. She has that. Now I want to get to your guys' story, Mark and Craig, as... Growing up, let's start with you two. I know, Craig, you started first, but you guys have an older brother who's actually a doctor (laughs) as well that's been on TV, and I don't know what the outburst laugh was about, but (laughs) did he ever smoke weed, the oldest brother? No, never. never. Not that I'm aware of. So you were the first derelict derelict in the family to come out and be like, hey, guys. He was straight A's, and I was like, barely got my C's. So, But your parents at the time growing up, were they for it, against it? Where was that at? My parents always had the attitude, whether it was drinking and whether whether it was when when weed came along, was if you're gonna do it, do it here with me. Yeah. So you first did it at Love home? It. No. <laughs> All that being said, I still didn't listen to him. Our parents were short-haired hippies. But but, but I did. But I yeah. did eventually, very early on. I can't remember exactly when, but very early on, um, my parents knew about it. I had it in my room. It wasn't a big deal. I think like it was, had it a was, bong in your room, a joint in your room. What did you a have? A bubble bong, maker. A bubble maker. He told me it was. You know a bubble what, Craig? Because he found the bubble maker. It's kind of similar. <laughs> what is Joe that? A bubble and- maker. <laughs> so, but my parents didn't. You know, I even did it with my mom one time when I, I used. I actually remember using a pipe made out of like piping material. Remember, we used to make our own yeah, pipes. Of course, yeah. And uh, I did Boil it with their pipes. They always had their story pipes. of when they were hippies and they they sat around a circle and they smoked a joint at time. Maybe they had a Sherman or something because he like hallucinated. It was some. I don't know what it was they smoked but i doubt it was regular weed our dad passed out he passed out so we never want to do it again and uh, but they never gave me a hassle for it and i think the number one thing when people ask me about well my kid's 16 he's 15 he's 18 what should i do they want to smoke weed okay as long as it doesn't like anything else they do if it doesn't interfere with their life their their as long their as their passion, life is not unmanageable is, it, it, no as long as it, it doesn't affect in any way shape or form their their grades their productivity then what's the problem? It's kind of like this, Joe. My kids are 13 and, and 14 right now, and I'm teaching them how to bags up dimes, 20s, nickels, and <laughs> grams, and teaching them how to trap right out of the, their, no, their, I, their, no. their backpacks. No. What would you do <laughs> if your little kids came home doing that? Oh, be, no, 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 no wait till yeah. they come home and they got caught at junior high school. Oh, the, the, well, okay, so yeah. let, let's go to your, that's so, the story probably of your so, son. So, 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 you so got, with my kid, he, he, he you know, he, 
I didn't I didn't hide the key to my red toolbox I have in the garage very well. Because you had weed there in the garage. That's where I so, kept it. So it's negligence. So it's negligence. Okay. Well, so he went out there and smoked oh, the red toolbox. God, they <laughs> were young. I, I caught him and two friends. I came <laughs> home one night and they were they were on the they were on the on the toolbox. They were on the yard out front, just staring up at this guy. It was kind of funny. Um, you said you guys grabbed Daddy's wacky tobacco. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's going on? What are you doing out here? Yeah, uh, no, I mean, so it's a different in my, obviously, you know. I, did they I was, get in trouble? I want to really finish the story. I, I don't remember. Whoopsie. You don't remember? Just, I really don't. You came home. You <laughs> I remember, I remember things. Him. That's, you know, that's right. 30, no, not 30. He's 33, so that's like 25 he's years ago. He still busted. <laughs> and so then at what point, though, does he start getting into it before it becomes a, Dad, I want to make a movement? Because now his son owns West Coast Cure, which is a huge cannabis brand. And where does it start to it, see the evolvement come? He started. He was working at a. He got his real estate license. He was working at a. I think a LA Fitness, like a manager or assistant manager, right. and it just didn't like it. And this was, ain't gonna he work. Was, he was starting to grow. He was starting to grow in his in his own place, and he came to Mark and I. And that's how we got vaulted into cannabis space. Was that's how you at least became cannabis at lawyers. Least cannabis lawyers at that time was okay. If you want to grow, there's this thing called Prop Two Fifteen. No, it was uh, SB four twenty. Oh, SB four twenty, and that yeah. that allowed you to be do it as a business and have a way to set yourself as as a defense and do it correctly and properly. So he he had the it helped him over the years without going into detail as far as no medica- certain medications. He was able to medicate with cannabis, and he truly believed in cannabis as a healing plant. And he actually grew and had he had uh, caretaker slips for seriously ill people, and he would grow and. Sell it to them. Oh, that's great. And that and that. Mm. So his passion was that. So once he showed that and said, "I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I want to do. This. I want to do this." Okay. So we got behind him and we learned it. And thank God we did because the first time they broke into his place and found a little twenty-four plant grow in the city of Cyprus, which was like taking down fucking Scarface. <laughs> um, and, and they made the, a big uh, thing in the in, papers in the, news, about in the it. local newspaper. There was a big Thank bust you. raid. I mean, did he frame it? <laughs> I don't know, but we can pull it up. I think mean, I've, I've seen you gotta it. Got to pull up. Print you can it pull out. It up. Frame, frame the form. dismissal. And the dis- and, and the dismissal. dismissal, but yeah. So that's that's when I knew he wanted to do it. And we got behind him, and it just evolved. It went from that. He ended up having a storefront. We actually grew in my backyard. I had fifty plants back there for a while because his place was too small. Was that legal? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yep. I don't think you would say it if it wasn't. It was. It was so- as it well. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it straight. It's a <laughs> it's a crime first, yeah. and if anything happened, we would have had the. The exact defense, but to it still get didn't. It, it still didn't stop right. us every goddamn that's, time that that's the, how it is. That can be. the helicopter came over. Right. We, we th- take them all in the garage, <laughs> even though we could defend this. That's right. Oh shit! Crime right, first because you're still getting arrested. Crime first, de- just like the, the hemp fucking people who are getting oh, busted right me now. Off it's those a, stories just it's don't go there, thing. Mark. It's yeah. horrible. No, fast forward now to our parents. <laughs> so fast forward now, they never used it. They didn't do it. They didn't care we went on to be successful so it didn't i don't think it was even a thought about you know oh my god you're you're smoking weed fast forward now to their 80 81 80, 86 my dad's going through prostate cancer my mom's just you know people getting old and my mom is now medicating uh she's been doing it for a while my son provides her whatever she needs my dad all of a sudden he was kind of not anti doing it but i'm taking these other drugs i'm like dad I don't know anybody in the world who's died from taking from smoking weed. I don't care what else drug right. you're taking. Yeah. Take it's the not, cannabis. It's not going to hurt you. 
At least I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe if it does, oh well. <laughs> but it's damn you, crazy. Can't hurt. So <gasps> so he started. He bought a volcano because he doesn't want to really want to smoke the the carcinogens. He don't want to smell it, and he doesn't really care about the smell. He lets the smoke in the house now. Used to be go outside. Now he doesn't care. Well, and it's great because our, our mother has, in her old age, has lost her sense of smell. So <laughs> oh, really? smoking in the house is great. <laughs> so, but wow. my dad now, in order to sleep at night, because he can't sleep through the night with medication and issues he's having, but I just prodded him not that long ago to start taking the, the uh, gummies and start with five milligrams and if it doesn't work just you know suck it up that night and take 10 the next day he was up to 15 milligrams he's doing buttable edible buzz with mark now <laughs> sleeping through the night pretty much and i just i just it started wearing off a little so i had him bump it another five milligrams up to 20 milligrams oh wow and nice and he's he slept through the night for the micro dosing's working great for him he worked his way up look yep. at that yep i'm great tell people because i can't do edibles because i didn't do that right and i hate it because i don't like i don't it. freak out i don't like right. no, i didn't freak out I'm loving it. i don't like that high when i'm when I do too much edibles, you know I'm what, sorry. Craig? It, it, it's it's um, it's very important that people understand that last week we had um, curfews, right? And um, it's it's interesting because you know what what are we going to see next? I mean, we, we're going through the coronavirus. We're going through. We the, are. I haven't the, heard about I, that. I, I, I think it's right in the last week. week. It's, it's I gone. Seen it on the news. And it's with, gone. with that being said, we don't have a, we don't have a ticker anymore. We'll be right back after this break. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. 
With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. I'm here with my brother, little brother, the Pop Brothers at Law, Blue, hey. and the great Joe Grande. Grande. Great Joe. Grande. Joe, you know what? We, what got, we, we, got, you know, we, we got talking so much last time. I, I want to know, what's your connection in your, with your family and cannabis? Do you have it's one? funny because growing up with cannabis, it was kind of a taboo, like with uh, my next. mom and dad. And, uh, <laughs> isn't that a sex thing? <laughs> that taboo? is No, they did, this thing, they did this thing with a gag ball I learned at a young age in yeah. cannabis. But no, just kidding. And a plug. Well, Amanda, Amanda tells me that Hispanic, older Hispanic, like her grandmother, Hated. man, that was like, what's the word for I know there's a word for it. The cucuy. I mean, just, uh, yeah, yeah, just there's, there's a bendejo. I mean, yeah, yeah, just a lot of things that it wasn't looked at as like, okay, my mom never smoked weed. My dad barely did a couple times growing up as a kid. But we always had cannabis in our alcohol. So that was my first thing yeah. as a kid. Seeing it in the alcohol, my parents would make sure we got it from Eddie De La Cruz right, our del- right down the street. And like, oh, we need some more for the new alcohol that we're getting. So they'd always buy a bag. And I was always like, hmm. So that was my first introduction. This was, mind you, before I was six. I, I, stop. I'll, I explain this. But cannabis Mexican alcohol. theory of putting the weed in the alcohol that would help with rubbing and healing. So it was there. That was an old. Oh, that's not alcohol you drink. No, rubbing alcohol. I've done that too. I've done that too. And the the bad (laughs) part is that's exactly how an alcoholic thinks. And I understand your point. I I made a green dragon. You're another one. (laughs) But you just still drink. But I enjoy it. (laughs) Rubbing alcohol. Rubbing alcohol. So it used to be in the in the medicine cabinet. Wow. When the rubbing alcohol. So that was my first introduction to it. But you guys remember, I've told you my first time I smoked weed when I was six years old and my brother was sixteen. So and that would happened when my parents were out of town uh, out of the place so ever since i was six all my ways growing up i was consistently smoking weed and my older brother who was 16 at the time he's the one that brought it into the house and taught us and then it went from weed to harder drugs coke and everything else and then he went to prison by the time i was 12 and he was in and out of prison several several times of our lives so you know for me growing up now it's unbelievable that you say that. Right now, he's a very successful. He owns a business called My Dad's Moving. It's a business moving company in the Bay Area. He's been completely sober for, I would say, I'm what, 21 plus years. He's probably 20 years, 19, 20. I remember right after so I got sober. So you started sober, first and then he followed yeah, you? Yeah, then my older brother came to my house. Did you start him off on it? or? Well, I, you know, God, I use all the God higher power start him off. I was just a tool that he came to the house and see me sober. And I remember living downtown San Jose and both no, my no, brothers No, no, I meant to get him high the first time. No, he got me high. He's oh, 10 years older than listening? me. I was right. six years old. I'm not a six-year-old getting that. a 16-year-old high. <laughs> no, I missed it. I, I missed and I remember it. hitting it. was a grenade. The joint was inside this grenade, and you <laughs> squeeze the grenade, like the power hitter things. I was <sighs> listening to the double Dutch bus. The and, double uh, Dutch bus. But then as I got sober, he came over, and he seen me, and he's like, what are you doing? And they were smoking weed in my house. I'm like, nah, dog, I'm trying to be cool. I'm not trying to, you know, I can't just you smoke weed. You don't need to smoke weed anymore. That's yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I smoked weed, then I want to do a line, and I just, I can't do it. You know, I tried. I tried. But once I got completely sober absence, I tried the let me just smoke weed, let me just drink, let me do both, let me just do lines. I couldn't figure out my mixture. It had to be all of them. Well, so yeah, I went all in. Some people, but my point, but, exactly. I'm glad you said it that way though, because it wasn't the weed that made you want to do coke. It was partying. Wanted to help. You wanted to keep partying. I just want to keep going. Exactly. Right, I wanted right. to go, and Didn't then I wanted to keep go, 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 go. Didn't want to. It did, and then I was too low. Oh. I need to go higher, higher. So you know. But the point behind that is. 
as we got older, it never, because my parents knew I was on the radio and I was smoking weed and, you know, I'm smoking blunts with Biggie and I'm smoking on stage and yeah. my parents knew I was smoking weed. There was no secret about it by no means, but they never said a word to me about it. Why? Because I went to San Jose State. I got my degree. I was the first kid in college doing all this. I'm like, and I remember at one point my mom questioned me going, Mio, are you smoking? Are you smoking that's funny stuff? And I went, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's the problem? Well, mijo, be careful. <laughs> like, yeah. was, that, was that before all the other crap came along? Uh, no, well, I started doing the other crap at a young age as well, but they didn't know about that. It wasn't like that. I mean, they that started knowing about open. it. Well, no, it was when I was doing radio out there because, you know, oh, my God, Joe, Big Joe's on a four-day binger. I mean, you know, and this was when you're doing radio <laughs> How out old were you when he came out the closet? Uh, with that stuff on the radio, I was probably 27 years old just with actively talking about hard drugs on the air. And that's when you could do it on the radio in, in the Bay Area where it was <laughs> like, you know, oh, wow. I'm up for four days. How are you doing it? Do the math. I'm doing a rip. We're drinking Crank Water. Like, we would say these things of the uh, air which was like how are we getting away with this you can't yeah. do that stuff now and How's thank god i don't but well because it's cannabis to crank that's what <laughs> <laughs> and now thank god i don't do it but i do got a story you guys uh, that's really interesting medical cannabis is gaining some serious ground for pregnant women infants or anyone or anything baby adjacent now a new medical trial for newborn babies led by the nhs foundation trust of guy and saint thomas in london is working towards Towards a cannabis-based drug that could be used for neonatal care to help babies at risk of seizures and brain injury. Awesome. Now, this company is going to make so much money once this pops. Well, looking at this, you know, the cannabis treatment for children with seizures is nothing new. We know that it is a new look into this treatment for newborns, and that's the key right there for the newborns. The baby being treated right now with this experimental medicine is Oscar, who was born in the emergency room on March 11th. Now, three days after his due date, his mother, Chelsea, who was 17, said she wanted to do anything possible to help her baby as we all would do Absolutely. there's nobody here that would say what can i do to help my baby who needs some type of help we don't know what it is well oscar has been trans uh, transmitted uh, to a neuro care for 72 hours put a blanket on him to cool him down his blood temperature was brought down to 33.5 degrees celsius using a special cooling jacket but then he was also given the drugs less than 12 hours after he was born while the trial drug being administrated is cannabis based the therapeutic ingredients used for this drug is an extracted in a highly controlled manner to make sure that the THC is minimal dose for the child that's receiving. But it's proven, it goes to what you were saying, Craig, anecdotic evidence. You know, that's everything when I was reading this story, Craig, I was thinking of you, anecdotic evidence. Anecdotal. This, anecdotal, thank you. Anecdotal evidence. And it's too soon to tell whether this will be successful at helping Oscar, as this was once again March 11th. But Oscar's doing well. It's proven to be a great treatment. It's great. And it's just mm. great to see that people are open to trying some type of cannabis-based drugs and if it goes to show you when, when when you say for you know the children that are having seizures you got to even think what i read in this story this is what's best for the mothers that are having the babies early or late and the babies aren't eating aren't taking from the oh. breast milk so they need something so if they can give them this little cannabis really microdose. It can benefit them. Man. So when they're thinking, when are they going to start getting cancer? And, and I hate when people think, oh, these kids, 
not smoking weed or what? what come on! <laughs> no, they don't. They're using they, it as medicine. They're, they're just no, so far gonna behind. No, put a big blunt in a in a three month old man. Not even three months. Yeah, three days. It's like the you know, the taboo of what they're gonna think. But it's just interesting no, it, to it, see where science is going with it and across the pond. It's gonna what be doing. big, guys. No, you're I'm, talking yeah, billions. I'm gonna. This is gonna sustain our economy. Week. Next show, I'm gonna bring up an article that I found. I didn't get to finish fully flushing it out but hold on scientists believe (laughs) cannabis this is out of canada scientists believe cannabis could help prevent and treat coronavirus oh that's old news bro that's old news but 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 now yeah kyle Turley i said this you know three times already (laughs) these are scientists though yeah, 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 yeah. He, he not the scientist. Not that I don't doubt, doubt Kyle at all. We know that. I, no, I, I love Kyle. I agree with him. It's no. all so frustrating. But you know what I want to do? I want to give a special shout out to our listeners on Spotify out there that are representing us, man. Make sure you share this with your friends. And, and the your ones family. in the United Kingdom and London. We got a lot of listeners out in London. Man, Africa. Shout out we to got London. them in, in uh, Zimbabwe. And our guy in the Philippines and right. Ireland. Yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic to have people, and a special you. thanks to iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and thank you, Beth Ann, for all your help. Of course, Rip, Peanut, and Jennifer for all your guys' help as well. And yeah. don't Elvis. forget Elvis. Oh, but how crazy that, that guy! Yeah, who is Elvis? Again? <laughs> what was his I name? Seen him in seven Elvis months. has left the building. It's just great to imagine once this company pops because a kid is doing it. It's not a matter of will a kid do it; a kid's doing it. A it's newborn, been done, do- but it's been done. But there's, they're right, following they're, it from the newborn oh, stage. No, 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 I, I mean, get it's, you I know, get new, it, new stuff but, now. But there's so much stuff out there between the medicinal value that's been proven, anecdotal or not, the the commerce that can come from this, the fact that our elected officials still have their heads up their there's fucking ass no is just it's it's like it's speechless. Yeah, never gonna it's, be legal federally. Speechless. Well, this a whole is new world, but a whole new world for cannabis research. Once they get the research to do this, Mark, they're going to shove this up your ass. I and hope. It's gonna be Ooh, I know it does. I hope. I does. wish. No, what's going to happen? But it's frustrating. You hear shit like this, and it's like, oh, that's so great. But it's still federally legal. I know. And no, we, you, this isn't the first time no. we've heard this. No, but you know what? But you know the feds are going to become legal, right, Mark? Never. <laughs> no, what's going to happen is I think they've, they're <laughs> fucking themselves by this by not owning up to the. Uh, police harassment, just everybody taking a knee because it's going to get everybody out there to go vote and they're going to go vote for they people who are like-minded and who already are saying all these politicians never before have put this in their actual campaign policy that they're for this. Or they're well, for that means they have to. everyone has to start reading to and knowing who to vote for. So If the, they know, can vote. Yeah, well, that's a bad stereotype. Well, no, well, no, 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 no. no. I, mean, I mean, because of the coronavirus, all the crap going Great on. Great point. We're doing, there's we're, things we're doing voting, voting right well, now. There's right? military right. on the street. It's crazy. Yeah, how are they going to go vote? vote? Exactly. Mail-in so. ballots. Everybody in California is going to get a mail-in ballot. Oh, that's ballot. fraud, well, though. Let them vote. That's fraud. Saying, the, the military I'm not just saying, vote. listen, there's curfews. Theory. There's curfews. There's military hey, on the hey, You know what? Get there. Yeah, but out, of, out of all I seriousness, I, we're on the verge of seeing the closest thing this United States have, has ever seen to a dictator. Oh, Absolutely. This is not about the president right now. It's about dictatorship. This is not about the president, dude. If he had his way, there would be tanks. You guys are so wrong. Just like in China, there would be tanks rolling down the street to quall all the... To do it. I don't don't think it's a coincidence. This all happened under his presidency. I mean... He's made it worse. Let's, Let's see. You know? Well, well, the His story shelters Attitude You guys are so haters on Trump. I love it. We got. I'm not hating on Trump personally. Yeah, right. Just his actions and what he says. 
No, listen, it's, this is, <laughs> has nothing to do with Trump. This is about some, ignorant, some ignorant cop. Some ignorant... No, dude, what are you talking about? Because the, the corona, cop felt he so could he, do that because we the, have a president did he make, lawless. Did he make so the, cops feel like, oh, I can do whatever what, I want Trump called Kaepernick... Watch me to enforce pain. What did Trump call Kaepernick for a taking son of a fucking bitch. knee? A son, son of a bitch. I don't agree with him. That's a, I like That's that. The first thing. Time I heard that. <laughs> I, I, I Moving forward, you guys. High yes. times. You ready for this? High yes, times. Yes. Holy Corp. What's We've up? talked about them so many times, right? We t- interviewed, them, but that big deal that they were supposed to do with Humboldt Heritage is done. No moss. They were supposed to pick up sixteen dispensaries. Oh yeah, that didn't last long. Two hundred of the best cannabis producing farms in the world, and it's just funny. It's all making s- sense now, right? As we interviewed <laughs> wow. Stormy Nick. What's her last name? Daniel. Stormy. No, no, no. you guys are <laughs> you asshole. I thought it was. Stormy Daniels, too. I didn't. Uh, Stormy Simon. Stormy Simon. <laughs> and we play. Here's the funny part, you guys. We started this interview setting up the process while she was the CEO. While her, she was about to come on the next day, the, the day before that. She goes, Hey, Mark, just to let you know, I'm no longer the CEO of High Times. And it, all this shit was going down. And this is like, This is going up. This is, It's so no, we wonder need, we why need it to goes get, apart. We need to get High Times here and find out what the real story is <laughs> and find out what's really going on. I would love to. I, I actually sent an email come. to. To try to get a hold of the new did, CEO. I don't did think you? it's yeah. happening. Yeah, Why? Because they don't know what the hell's going on. It's a mess. Over I there. don't think so. I don't think so. I think I've been there, man. They got a lot of money. They're doing strategic plays. They're gonna. They're, I would think so too. They, are they listen, losing money, isn't that what? Of course they are. I mean, any big, every about, big company's med, losing money men, right now. The MedMen. If you're not losing money, you're an idiot. The, the lawsuit <laughs> against MedMen for illegal donations in Las Vegas to the governor. Who? No, <laughs> that's a good one. What was it? Illegal donations. Making people donate. Oh wow! To get preferential treatment for their store there, for their location, and their, their, their they got a good location over there. One of the uh, I think, I think wow. he was the uh, the oh, man the guys in charge of the accounting. What's that? C O O. And I think they made him write checks like in his own name too. But yeah, I mean, isn't that politics? Lawsuit. Isn't wow. that politics? Isn't that the way the game goes? That's how the that's NRA, how it everything. Go. But it's how no, it goes. They get caught and then they get busted and, and now then, serve the time. That's right. I, I, I'm yeah, if you do the crime. Do the time. Homie. Make sure there's ways to do it without doing that. Make sure, guys, if you're out there on the streets, man, you know uh, uh, that you, you you be safe. You know, there's a lot going on in our community, and um, don't you know, be lawless. Make sure make sure that you you you, you take care of your family first. You know, obviously, be good humans. That's yeah, all. Be good to yourselves and others, and don't forget this. If no one else loves you, we do. We'll see you guys next week. Hey. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.
Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.